Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. What am I missing? What do I need to know? What am I not seeing? What am I not feeling? Blind spot. These are the questions every leader needs to check in and ask themselves. I remember a time driving on the freeway, cruising, enjoying myself from a beautiful trip that I was having. And all of a sudden, there's a car coming behind me trying to overtake and I need to move over to the next lane. And as I move over to the next lane, I failed to look at and check the blind spot. Sometimes using the mirrors is not enough. You might need to be uncomfortable a bit, turn your head to check your blind spot. And oftentimes as leaders, we tend to sometimes overlook the importance of checking our blind spots. It needs an intentional effort of moving away from yourself to ensure that you're still on the right path. And on today's podcast episode, we'll be peeling through blind spots and how, as leaders, we can be better positioned to, to identify them and to take action steps to deal with them. And this is true because if you don't deal with your blind spots, it's just a matter of time before they deal with you. How does this look? It can cause an accident similar to what nearly happened with the story I was sharing. As I tried to overtake, trying to make room for this car, I was nearly in an accident simply because I didn't check my blind spot. All was well, but sometimes it might not even be you who gets hurt, but the vehicles that you use might get hurt. What does this mean? How does it look like in a real life situation? This is where certain relationships are destroyed. This is where certain organizations are destroyed. Certain companies, certain um, environments are destroyed simply because leaders are not aware or rather unwilling to deal with their blind spots. The first question you need to ask yourself is what is it that I'm missing? Second question, what is it that I need to know? Thirdly, what is it that I'm not seeing? And then fourthly, what is it that I'm not feeling that I should be feeling? And at the bonus, a bonus that we have on this episode and I encourage you to stay is a group coaching exercise that I will run you through that will help you to identify your blind spots, not only of yourself, but even with your team. Maybe within blind spots, what is a blind spot? A blind spot is an area in the lives of people in which they continually do not see themselves or their situation realistically. This is where as a leader, you are not aware of what's actually happening, realistically so. Because sometimes you can have a wish or a dream of how things should be or how you think things are, and that might not be realistic. And that's why it's a blind spot. And this unawareness oftentimes causes great damage 
to you as a leader, and not only to you as a leader, but even to those around you. And one of the important things to deal with when it comes to blind spots as a leader is self-awareness. Because the more you know yourself as a leader, the more you become aware of your blind spots, the more you are better able to be the same with all people. And we'll talk more to that as we continue in our podcast episode. Most people have blind spots. I think that's one of the things we need to know. In fact, if I were to break it down, I'd actually say everyone does have a blind spot. And a few people, though, see and recognize and acknowledge their blind spots. Oftentimes, it's easier to see the blind spots of others and not see your own blind spots. I think it was Bishop Jakes who spoke of how the only person you can't see is yourself. As to how when you walk into the room or a room, you can see everyone but yourself. That means you become oblivious to yourself and your own blind spot. It's easier to see what the next person is doing wrong, what they're not doing right, and fail to see what you are doing wrong and what you are not doing right. That's why they always say if they are, you're pointing a finger to the next person, there are four p- fingers pointing at you, but that's a blind spot that you might not see. And the, the danger of having a blind spot and not dealing with it is that it can hurt others. It can really hurt your family, it can hurt your business, it can hurt your relationships, it can hurt even your finance. It, it really has a ripple effect, especially if you're not going to confront your blind spots. Maybe going through a few basic blind spots that leaders have. And the first one is having a myopic or singular perspective. What do I mean by myopic? This is where you are so small in your perspective, small minded, where you only singular, you only see things uh, in a singular way. You're not open to other options. And that limits your judgment. I love what Larry Stevens says that if the only tool you have is a hammer, you tend to see every problem as a nail. Isn't that so true though? As to how if the only tool you have is a hammer, you want to fix everything. You keep banging on everything. Certain things really don't need you to bang on them. They might just need a different tool. Might be a screwdriver that you might need to use. And if you are singular and myopic in your perspective, you will want to bang everything. It's very important for you as a leader to move away and understand that you might need to have more options. Another blind spot that leaders have is being insecure. Insecurity is really a big one because as a leader, when you are insecure, it's a bit hard for you to give credit to others. You have a hard time even giving to others. You take credit for yourself. Oftentimes, as Andrew Carnegie says, no man will make a great leader who wants to do it all himself or get all the credit for doing it. It might actually be a blind spot that things are happening and you're not acknowledging the people who are actually holding the ladder for you. That's why we always speak within the podcast of generosity, even being generous with credit and compliments. That helps you to deal with your insecurity. If you're insecure as a leader, you often withhold information from others. Because you want to be known as the source, as the know-it-all, which is really not a good place to be at as a leader. And oftentimes, insecure leaders are micromanagers. They want to control everything. And that's extremely dangerous for you as a leader. 
As a leader, you need to move from insecurity and move to security. Be willing to provide those that you lead with confidence. It's hard for you as a leader to give confidence if you're not confident in your own leadership. It's hard for you to give security if you're not secure in your own leadership. And this can also be a blind spot for you as a leader. Another blind spot that leaders have is devaluing people. Where you devalue people, you don't honor people, you don't honor relationships. And this is seen because it's easy to honor and value someone who has something to give back to you. And it's something else to be able to value and honor someone who can't even repay you. Because value is seen in how you treat the most basic or ordinary human being, treat them with high value. And this is very important because believing the best in people, as John Maxwell says in his book, Winning with People, usually brings out the best in people. But it's hard to believe in people if you don't value people. I love what Bill Marriott, the CEO of Marriott Hotel says, that motivate employees, train them, care about them, and make them winners. Because if you do that, they will treat the customers right, and if they treat the customers right, they will come back. So as a leader, value the people that you lead. Give them your best. And this is a big one because sometimes it can actually be a blind spot for you as a leader where you actually don't give your best. You don't show up. And that's why to the questions that we'll be sharing and breaking down shortly is sometimes you just show up and you're actually showing up and that's not your best simply because you don't value the people that you are showing up to. And that is a blind spot because people can tell if you are not prepared and if you're not giving them your best. Check your ego as a leader because that also might be a blind spot. I love what John Ruskin says. <laughs> One nice thing about an egotistical person is they don't talk about others. Pride is at the bottom of all great mistakes. And this is true because one of the blind spots that you might have as a leader is that of pride. And as the scripture teaches us, the Bible reads that pride comes before a fall. How does pride manifest? It manifests in believing that you know it all, believing that you're in charge even when you're not in charge, believing that the rules don't apply to you, that you are exempt from the rules, believing that you will never fail. Believing that you did it all by yourself, that there's no one who helped you and added value to you for you to be able to get where you are today. Believing that you are better than everyone else, that you are the biggest <laughs> and greatest thing to happen to humankind. Believing that you are the big deal. And really the thing about pride, as Ezra Benton says, is that it's concerned about who is right rather than humility, which is concerned about what is right. Oftentimes, when you're operating from a place of pride, you want to prove a point. I'm right. I did this. You did that. You shouldn't have. Which is, yeah, but let's move beyond who is right and get to what is right. And that's where humility comes in. And oftentimes, humility and pride cannot coexist. And by living a life of humility, you are actually ejecting pride out of your system. How do we know? Because oftentimes, sometimes the thing about pride as well, as I mentioned, it's a blind spot. You might be living in pride and possessing pride, but you might not see it. And oftentimes it manifests as a cocky attitude and people externally are able to tell you that's why you need to ask people 
to help you identify your blind spots. Maybe a few checkpoints that can help you check, am I exerting a lifestyle of pride or not? Firstly, if you are living in pride, you fail to take responsibility. You are always blaming others. You always have someone to blame. It's always the fault of someone else and never your fault. You never are willing to take responsibility when things are not working out. You are always in denial when you're living in pride. A prideful leader never, never, never owns up, but they always deny reality. A prideful leader avoids having an open mind. They always have a closed mind. They are always defensive. They are always defensive. That's how pride manifests. They are always rigid. They are never flexible, which is a very key trait. And we'll be talking about that in an upcoming podcast, uh, Agile Leadership, because with the pandemic and all that's happening in the direction of leadership, you can't afford to be a proud leader. Because when you are proud, it's hard for you to be agile, to be flexible. You're always rigid. You don't want and are not open to suggestions as to how things can be done better. So it's very important for you to avoid and guard against pride. And oftentimes as a leader, when you operate in pride, you always operate in isolation. That's the thing about pride. It moves you away from community and it thrives in isolation. It always has a way of moving you away from relationships that will cause you to be accountable. And that can be a blind spot as a leader. So the question I mentioned earlier on as we bring in our plane for landing and double click and unpack these questions, which will help you as to how to eliminate blind spots. Ask the question frequently to people who you esteem highly and who you've given them room to help you identify your blind spots. Ask them, what am I missing? What is it that I am missing uh, that I might not be seeing? What is it that I'm missing? And this question will begin to give you information because sometimes you might actually miss something which is actually right in front of you. It happens a lot to me around the house with my wife where I'm looking for something and I look and I look and I'm so tired and exhausted. I'm like, babe, where is this particular item? And she just comes and says, it's actually just here. It's staring you right in the face, but I missed it until I got a different pair of eyes to help me look. You might find yourself in a situation where you're missing something that's actually right in front of you, but you will never know until you ask the question, what am I missing? Secondly, ask, what do I need to know? This is an information outlet and inlet where you begin to ask, what is it that I don't know that will help me handle the situation better? This is where you begin to seek knowledge. Knowledge is power. My people are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. There are a lot of things that get destroyed because you don't have accurate knowledge. Ask, what is it that I don't know? And begin to study, to learn, to seek to know so that you are better positioned as a leader. The third question, what is it that I'm feeling that, uh, what is it that I'm not feeling that I should be feeling? And this has to do with your gut. This has to do with your intuition, your conscience. Oftentimes we tend to overlook it because we have a lot of information and knowledge, which is key uh, looking at the previous question. But knowledge alone is not enough. The mind and the heart need to be in alignment because sometimes you might have had knowledge, but find that the heart is lagging behind. And the feeling oftentimes also gives you a true reflection of what needs to happen because you might know something and go with your knowledge and overlook the emotional component of a decision. 
So ask yourself, what is it that I am not feeling that I should be feeling? This is where you begin to leverage the feelings of others. What are you feeling? Uh, what's your feeling about this particular decision? What's your feeling about this particular matter? What's your feeling uh, concerning this direction you want to take? What's your feeling about this particular item I want to buy? And you begin to leverage the feelings of others because your own feelings might be a blind spot in that particular situation. So the first question you ask, what is it that I'm missing? Secondly, what is it that I need to know that I don't know? Thirdly, what is it that I'm not seeing that I should be seeing? And this is a big one because if you're not seeing something, as I mentioned, borrow the spectacles or the glasses of someone else so that they can help you to see better. And what is it that I'm not feeling that I should be feeling? Because sometimes you can be numb. Your feelings can be numb because of pain where you've gone through so much pain that you cannot feel anymore or you've been hurt so much that you can't feel. And that's why it becomes a blind spot and you need to leverage the feelings of others. Maybe you also have an aesthetic uh, that has been put in you and you're still numb. Uh, it's still too early. Maybe you are new to an environment and your feelings have not yet started working accurately. Use the feelings of people who've been there, who've done that, who've been in that environment for a while, who are trusted, who you believe are able to add value to you. So how do we deal and eliminate our blind spots? Number one, assume that you have a blind spot. That's the first point of entry practically that will help you deal with blind spots. And sure, know that I do have a blind spot. I mentioned earlier on when we started the episode that when I was driving, I used the mirrors, but the mirrors were not enough. I had to look through the window and acknowledge that I have a blind spot. Assume that you do have a blind spot and look at your blind spot. Because if you don't assume you have a blind spot, that <laughs> on its own is a blind spot. Secondly, ask those who know you best to identify your blind spot. This is very important for you to ask trusted relationships. It can be your spouse, your friend, your accountability partner, your colleague, your mentor, your teacher, your pastor. Ask them to help you identify your blind spots and give them room. Don't intimidate them when you ask. Don't ask them and intimidate them. No, no, no. That's not a good way to get accurate and real-time feedback. Because you believe the best and assume right in other people, it doesn't mean that also might be a blind spot. Ensure that you ask people that you know who know you best to help you identify your blind spots. Thirdly, openly discuss your blind spots with your inner circle. Be open, and this is part of, it will link to the exercise that I will be leaving with you to do with your teams. And then fourthly, assume that your blind spots cannot be removed by you. You need other people to help you deal with your blind spots. As I mentioned earlier on that a blind spot is an area in your life where you continually do not see yourself or your situation realistically. So ensure that you've got people who are helping you to deal with your blind spots. Have a team that can also help you to cover your blind spots because certain blind spots might take some time before you deal with them and eradicate them. And in the meantime, they might be working against you. You have a team of people who can substitute for your blind spots. Empower them to be able to cover your blind spots and value the people who add and cover your blind spots. I love what Mother Teresa said, that you can do what I cannot do I can do what you cannot do. Together, we can do great things. And this is where we begin to cover each other's blind spots. Practical application that I would like for you to apply. I love using this exercise, especially when working with teams, as to where I start and I begin to ask with the team, what is the one thing that you do really well? 
and you need to keep doing so that we are successful in what we are doing as a team. And then after that, the follow-up question is, what is the one thing that you are not doing well, that you need to stop doing or are not doing well, that we as a team can help you do better? This exercise sounds very simple, but it begins to help you identify your blind spots. And oftentimes, if you're doing it as a team, maybe doing it with your spouse, ask them, what is it, what's the one thing that you do really well? that you need to keep doing, which is actually adding value to us as a family, as a business, as an organization. And then you begin to flip the coin into the direction of the blind spot now as to what is the one thing that you are not doing well that you need to stop uh, or delegate so that we can empower you and do it on your behalf to do it better. What that does, it begins to create a safe environment to identify blind spots. And I encourage you, if you are the leader, to start with yourself and be accountable to say, this is the one thing that I'm, I believe I do really well, because that speaks as well of your self-awareness. And then secondly, when you spin it, this is the one thing that I think and I believe and I know I'm not doing very well. I need to stop or delegate or I need your help so that we can move forward. And then you flip the question now to the next person where you ask them, what do you think I do extremely well that I need to continue doing? After that question, what is it that you think I'm not doing well or I am doing, but I need to stop doing, which is really unnecessary according to your point of view, which I'm going to embrace. And that begins to open up dialogue and room for you to have conversation about your blind spots. Ask them, how does that hurt you? How does it hurt us? How does my blind spots affect you? How do they affect my productivity? How do they affect how I show up? How do they affect my contribution? How are they affecting even how people view me? Because sometimes a blind spot might even be how you show up. Where to you, you think everything is together, not knowing that the next person you are showing up as angry, you're showing up as not serious, you're showing up as not prepared, and you will never know that until you ask. So ask that people who are close to you, what do I need to improve on? What is it that I need to improve on? What is it that I'm not doing that I need to do better? And this opens up room for you to grow as a leader. And by so doing, you will begin to eliminate your blind spots. So what do you need to do? Ask, what is it that I'm missing? What is it that I need to know? What is it that I should be feeling, but I'm not feeling? What is it that I should be seeing, but I'm not seeing? And when you begin to answer these questions, you begin to clear your eyes so that you can see better. And if you see better, you can do better. Thank you so much for being part of our podcast episode and sticking through towards the end. It's really a great joy and an honor that you give us your time and we commit to giving you best quality content that we believe will add value to your leadership. I encourage you to download the episode notes which are linked in the bio and go through them with your team, your family and I strongly believe that they will help you with practical tools to live out the content. Do remember to subscribe where you consume the podcast. If you're on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, do subscribe so that the podcast when it's released can come straight to your inbox and we're also able to deliver straight to you the episode notes. Please do share, like, tag us on your social media platforms. We truly appreciate and love reading your comments. Until we meet again, please do continue to take your lead and change the world one individual at a time.
Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.mzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.